0: Welcome back to the Hot Tip Ed's Daily Picks show for Saturday, March 19th. March Madness continues on. we got the round of 32 starting today. Some great basketball ahead of us. Now, I am recording this show early before Friday's games happen, so we don't have results for Friday quite yet. But for Thursday's picks, we end up going 3-2, a great way to start off the day. San Diego State it still gets me that they weren't able to cover that game should I get that one. Uh, but a winning day nonetheless. We end up going 3-2. Hopefully, we continue into the weekend here. So let's jump right into Saturdays. The first game I want to take a look at on Saturday's card, North Carolina taking on Baylor. North Carolina comes into this game 25-9 and on the year. You know, Baylor is 27 and 6. North Carolina comes into this one 24th in Kim Palm, 22nd in the Hot Tibet Rankings. Baylor, second in Kim Palm, and third in the Hot Tibet rankings. Now, obviously, North Carolina had that huge win over Marquette in the first round, which I mean I had North Carolina winning that game in my bracket, but even I didn't expect, you know, a, a blowout of that magnitude. Baylor also beats the doors off of Norfolk State in the first round. So two teams coming off of confident victories in the first round. And they're both two teams that were, you know, excelled in their given conferences. Baylor goes 14 in four in the big 12 north carolina finishes 15 and 5 and a little bit down acc this year but that's not to say north carolina has been a bad team by any means i mean they've shot the ball very well this season armani baycott leads this north carolina team in scoring with 16.5 points per game caleb love also dropping 15.6 points per game for this team and overall north carolina has done a good job shooting the basketball this year a 52.2 effective field goal percentage 36.2 percent from beyond the arc and they are hitting 77.4 percent of their shots from the free throw line but they're going up against the baylor team who you know has shot the ball just as well james adruel leads them with 13.3 points per game adam flagler is also dropping 13.3 points per game for baylor and they have done just you know overall a slightly better job shooting the basketball but quite honestly these two teams are very very even a 53.3 effective field goal percentage for baylor 34.8 percent from beyond the argon hitting 69.3 percent of their free throws Looking over to the Ken Palm efficiency ratings for these teams, Baylor is the eighth overall team on the offensive side of the ball. North Carolina comes in twenty-second adjusted offensive efficiency, but again, offensively, two similar teams. I think the real advantage in this game for Baylor, though, is going to be on that defensive side of the basketball. Thirteenth adjusted defensive efficiency, while North Carolina is fifty-fifth on the defensive side of the ball. And that's not to say that North Carolina, by any means, has, has been a bad team on the defensive side of the ball, but their shot defense, especially against better teams this season. Has has certainly been a slight problem for them. Granted, they have held their opponents to a 49.5 effective field goal percentage. Not terrible, but they're allowing 34.6% from beyond the arc. And they're going to be going up against a Baylor team that not only shoots the three well, um, but also defends it very well. Um, Baylor's shot defense holding their opponents to a 47.5 effective field goal percentage, as well as only allowing 29.7% from three. And, and you know, a, a, a three-point percentage under 30% playing in the Big 12 is super, super impressive for this Baylor team. Um, When it really comes down to this game, Baylor, in my opinion, is slightly better on both sides of the basketball. They got a slight advantage on offense and, and a wide advantage on the defensive side of the ball. Don't get me wrong, this North Carolina team performed crazy in that first round. And there's certainly a team, um, you know, that has some of those building blocks to to go and make a little bit of run. And, you know, maybe be, you know, the, the eight, nine seed that ends up upsetting a one seed every few years. I just don't think it's going to be like that. This spread for this game opened up at four. Granted, it didn't stay up for very long. I wish I would have took Baylor minus four there. Um, But as long as Baylor stays under seven in this game, um, I think it's a, it's a great pick for the Baylor side in this one. I think defensively they get it done here against North Carolina Give me Baylor minus five and a half against North Carolina. The second game that I'm looking at on Saturday's card, St. Mary's taking on UCLA. St. Mary's 26 and seven on the year. UCLA is 26 and seven as well. UCLA 10th in Kim fourth in the Hot Tibet rankings. St. Mary's 15th in Kim 29th in the Hot Tabelle rankings. And, you know, looking back at their first round matchups, UCLA struggles a little bit with Akron. We were on Akron in that game, plus 13 and a half. They covered it easy. UCLA does end up winning that game, but you know, a, a close game, a, a scary game for UCLA at times in that one. St. Mary's, on the other hand, you know, it, it was close for the first little bit of the game, and then they just blow the doors off of Indiana in the second half. Not really much competition for them there. As far as these teams played this season, St. Mary's end up going 12-3 and in West Coast Conference play, including that big-time win over Gonzaga. UCLA obviously finishes Pac-12 play um, at 15-5, but... Both of these teams, you know, have some scores. I mean, for UCLA, obviously, Johnny Juzang is, is, you know, the guy for this team, leads them in scoring with 15.8 points per game. Hami Hakwaz also dropping 14 points per game for UCLA, and overall UCLA has shot the ball fine this season. A 50.3 effective field goal percentage, 35.2% from beyond the arc, and hitting 73.9% of their free throws. But St. Mary's has really shot the ball just as well. I mean, Matthias Heiss leads them with 12.6 points per game. Kami Kush leading is is also dropping 12.2 points per game. And overall, St. Mary's has also been a solid team shooting the basketball this year. A 52.8 effective field goal percentage, 35.5% from me on the arc, and a 76.3 free throw percentage. And you know, I love to see the high free throw percentage when you're betting on a team here in March. Offensively, um, St. Mary's, not the, the greatest efficiency wise. 50th adjusted offensive efficiency according to Ken Palm, while well, UCLA is 15th. St. Mary's though does get the slight edge on the defensive side of things. Ninth on the defensive side of the ball, while well, UCLA is 12th. And, and I do think this St. Mary's defense um, is certainly going to be able to slow down this UCLA offense. I mean, we saw them do it against Gonzaga earlier in the season. Um, granted, it does take St. Mary's best game to, to have a performance like that, but they have held their opponents to a 47.9 effective field goal percentage this year, as well 34.2% from beyond the arc UCLA are around the same category on the defensive side of the ball the shot defense holding their opponents to a 47.6 effective field goal percentage and 32% from beyond the arc and you know this is what this is just a great game it's just two great you know west coast teams going at it in this one I love Mick Cronin I like this UCLA team um but they're certainly a little overhyped. You know, a lot of people see this UCLA, you know, the run they went on last year um, and know the history of this program and think they're just automatically, you know, going to cruise through this tournament and be, you know, a four seed that, that makes a little bit of a run, which they could very well too, but don't discount what St. Mary's has done this season. It's, it's a team that is also very, very poised to make a run in the tournament. I think a lot of people will give them a little bit more respect after what they did against Indiana. And, you know, when we were filling out our brackets, I love St. Mary's over UCLA in this game. The fact that they're a dog in this game makes me like it even more probably put some on the st mary's money line for this game but um, as far as the official pick for the show here we're going to be rolling with st mary's plus two and a half Um, i think ucla really struggles to to pull ahead in this game and i think st mary's is the live dog for sure um, but keeps this game close so give me st mary's plus two and a half here against ucla now, before we move on to the rest of Saturday show, quick word from the sponsor of today's video, mybookie.ag. The madness has officially begun. It's time to shoot your shot. Score some big action with mybookie. They got a lot of competitive lines for all of the college basketball games going on, you know, every round of the tournament here for the round of 32, as well as any sport you can dream of. Got the UFC card this weekend, obviously the NBA, NHL going on. So um, whatever you want to bet on, no matter the sport, no matter the time of day, mybookie has action they offer a ton of lines over here for you know all of the college basketball games um it's a book that i have been using for for years now is actually when i first got into sports betting um, the first book that i ever used was my bookie and um, i've been a loyal customer ever since been using it for a long time now um and really when I'm when I'm comparing odds, I oftentimes find myself coming back to my bookie uh, because just a lot of the games that I end up betting on um, have the best odds here on my bookie. So go check out my bookie. That's a great place to bet here for March Madness. Um, link down in the description for that. Now, moving down the card, the next game we're taking a look at New Mexico State taking on Arkansas. New Mexico State comes into this one. Twenty seven and six. Arkansas is twenty six and eight. New Mexico State seven. 74th in Kempom, 96th in the Hot Tub rankings, Arkansas 19th in Kempom, 18th in the Hot Tub rankings and you know New Mexico State an impressive wire to wire performance against Yukon they they hold on to that one you know there was that moments in that game where you thought they might let it slip away and they just kept finding ways to score points Chris Jans an absolute great coach for this New Mexico State team is probably going to be going to be leaving probably his time's up going to get a better job but um, for what he has done with this New Mexico State team has been impressive they also have wins over Davidson and Washington State earlier in the year and they finished the whack play. 13 and four. Um, obviously, you know, uh, some grand Canyon wins in there, you know, not a, not a great conference in the whack, but certainly some teams that who are competitive, but they're going up against Arkansas, a team that, you know, held on late to beat Vermont in the opening round, Arkansas, a strong team in the sec this year going 13 and five. And, you know, Arkansas certainly has, you know, a, a great score and JD note who leads them with 18.4 points per game. Stanley, um, also dropping 11.1 points per game. And, you know, shooting has not been much of a problem for this Arkansas, Arkansas team this season a 49.2 effective field goal percentage 30.7 percent from beyond the arc and 77.5 percent from the free throw line but when we look over to New Mexico State and especially what we saw against UConn they're a very solid shooting team Teddy Allen absolutely went off in that opening round game um, on the season you know he's averaging 19.9 points per game so Jari Rice is also dropping 12.1 points per game and this is a New Mexico State team that as a team has shot the ball very, very solid, a 52.4 effective field goal percentage, 33.8% from beyond the arc, and they're hitting 70% from the free throw line. Well, Arkansas has the advantage on both sides of the basketball um, in Kim Palm's efficiency. I don't know that the, the numbers are too accurate. I think New Mexico State is being a little bit undervalued, 76 adjusted offensive efficiency compared to Arkansas. 35th. New Mexico State is also 73rd on the defensive side of the ball. Arkansas is 17th. And sure, a lot of that comes down to the fact that New Mexico State does play in the whack, not the the toughest of toughest conferences. Um, But defensively, they have played well this year. Their shot defense especially has been very, very solid this year, holding their opponents to a 45.6 effective field goal percentage as well as 30% from beyond the arc. Arkansas not quite as good on the shot defense granted playing better shooting teams, but they are all allowing a 47.6 effective field goal percentage as well as 32.9% from beyond the arc. And you know, this is an Arkansas team that I certainly don't love this season. Bet against them quite a few times, and sure they've gotten hot um and, and you know, the, the win over Vermont was a good win. But they didn't cover that game, you know. That was a close, hard-fought battle against Vermont, and they're going up against the New Mexico State team that is really just as good as that Vermont team is. Um, you know, Arkansas. I think it, we see a, a very similar game plan from them. I think we see a, a very similar style of game in this one, and it's really just not a game that I can see Arkansas running away with. I think Chris Jans and this New Mexico State team are able to keep it close, able to shoot the ball well enough, and able to shut down Arkansas a little bit um, to to get Musselman and this Arkansas team um, to, to not be able to score, keep it close in this one. Love New Mexico State, plus six and a half here against Arkansas. And the final game I want to take a look at on Saturday's card Memphis taking on Gonzaga. Memphis comes in this game 22 and 10 on the year. Gonzaga is 27 and 3. Memphis 28th in Kim Pump, 21st in the hot tip bet rankings. Gonzaga, number one team in Kim Pump and the hot tip bet rankings. For this Memphis team, obviously they hold on to beat Boise State. But it was not a pretty game at times. Boise State absolutely shut them down in the second half. Memphis could not score the basketball. They they get it going a little bit later, but man, this team could not score the basketball. But overall, Memphis is a team that impressed me down the stretch of the season. What they were able to do without Bates in the lineup was, was impressive. I mean, they finished the year in American play 13-5, and five, a couple of great wins over Houston to go along with that. And now Bates is back in the lineup. Who knows what, you know, he'll contribute here in the tournament. But it ain't going to be easy going up against this Gonzaga team. A Gonzaga team that, you know, had some question marks i mean georgia state gave them the run for their money the first you know (laughs) three quarters of the game um you know gonzaga pulls away late in the second half but you know there was a time where it was iffy whether or not gonzaga was going to be another one seed to lose um obviously they end up winning that game by like 20 points and it's a gonzaga team that's very very strong 13 and 1 in west coast conference play this year gonzaga led by drew timmy dropping 18 points per game for this team chet holgram also dropping 14.4 and i mean gonzaga's one of, if not the best shooting teams in the country, a 59.2 effective field goal percentage, 37.6% from me on the arc, and 71.9% from the free throw line. That's not to say Memphis is a bad scoring team by any means. I mean, Jalen Duren has been a stud for this team, 21 point, or 12.1 points per game for him. Um, DeAndre Williams is also dropping 11 points per game, and it's a Memphis team who may not be quite as good as Gonzaga shooting the ball, but they certainly haven't been a bad team, a 42.6 effective field goal percentage, 36% from me on the arc, and a 69.4 free throw percentage. But Gonzaga has the clear advantage on the offensive side of things. Kim Palms, the legi- efficiency ratings. Gonzaga is the number one overall team in the country, adjusted offensive efficiency. Memphis, 46 on that side. Memphis, though, does pick it up a little bit on the defensive side of the ball, which I think is an area they're going to have to rely on in this game. 26th on the defensive side of the ball. Gonzaga, though, still seventh on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, Gonzaga's shot defense. Has been very, very impressive this year, holding their opponents to a 42.9 effective field goal percentage, as well as 30.9% from beyond the arc. Again, though, the West Coast Conference play does end up juicing Gonzaga's stats um, a little bit down the road, but don't get me wrong, I mean, the West Coast Conference has three teams in the tournament, so you can't can't put all of the hate on Gonzaga for that. Memphis, on the other hand, doesn't play in a much better conference, if we're being quite honest, in the American this year, Um, and their shot defense has also been solid. A 46.2 effective field goal percentage, 32% from beyond the arc, and Offensively, this Memphis team has been solid, but like I said, they're going to have to shoot the ball much better than they did against Boise State. Boise State absolutely. Shut them down in the second half And Boise State just couldn't shoot the ball Themselves Memphis was able to shut them down Well enough but um, it got Scary there I mean I was on Memphis in that first game It definitely got scary as the thing rode on and You know Gonzaga when I filled out my bracket Was the team I like to win it all um, But I think they struggle to win big in this game It's a Memphis team that can certainly give them A run for their money in this game when Memphis Is playing their best basketball it is a very very Hard team to slow down and if Gonzaga Has you know a little bit of an off day um, I think Memphis could potentially be a live dog not going to be taking the money line or anything crazy um, with this memphis squad but as long as memphis finds a way to to score points and get through this gonzaga defense i think they're able to keep this one close keep it to single digits give me memphis plus 10 and a half here against gonzaga that wraps it up for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see college basketball for everything happening today, NCAA tournament, NIT, CBI, um, maybe some college basketball classic games going on today. Not exactly sure about those smaller tournaments, but um, all sorts of games going on today for Saturday. Head over to hottipbets.com. Take a look at all the computer model picks up there, as well as we got NBA, NHL, got the UFC card coming up this weekend. So take a look at all of that stuff on hottipbets.com, as well as follow the Hot tip bets mini account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at hottipbets to stay up to date with everything that's going on. On all tournament long as well as follow my personal account at hot to chris on twitter and instagram i yesterday for for thursday's games i was tweeting along with them all day i'll be doing the same for for the rest of the tournament here so make sure you're following me there and also last but not least if you're watching here on youtube hit that subscribe button hit the bell notifications so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for saturday's college basketball card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow